Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Previously on Our Father. I myself uh, pretend to be a priest when I'm really not. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I dress up as a priest and tell everyone I'm a priest, and uh, I'm not actually a, a priest. So, so you're not actually a priest at all? No, not at all. But okay, I, so, I but, do regularly pretend to be one. But, but you, offered, you offered confession. You offered to take my confession. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to tend to be a priest, you're going to have to do things that priests do. Am I wrong about that? Well, uh, okay, this is sort of a chicken and the egg thing. Uh, First off, it's uh, considered a very serious sin to imitate a man of the cloth. Well, I understand, and 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 that's why I'm here. You know, I Mm -hmm. I feel bad about the things that I have done as a priest. It's generated a lot of income for me, but um, and it's you know helped me out a lot. When generated income, have you been have you been collecting tithes? And uh, no, I've I've been getting money. Welcome to the Our Father podcast. This is your host Rudy. Each episode of this show is the release of a secret recording of a Catholic confession. Today we will hear the return of our sinner from episode nine, the sin of omission. Also, this week we will be putting on our first live show. Pastor Connolly will be doing a live confession for the Gainesville Improv Festival. Let Patrick absolve you of your sins this Friday, February 3rd at 8 p.m. in the Phillips Center for the Performing Arts in Gainesville, Florida. Get tickets and learn more at GainesvilleImprov.com. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and as always, God bless. been here before and i just uh, i want to stop by. Uh-huh. i want to thank you oh yeah uh you didn't start your own church did you no i didn't start my own church okay. I, um i was close to that point mm-hmm. though um good yeah i was you know being a priest and well and doing not, a pretty good job not, uh, imposter priest yeah, yeah thank you yeah i was doing a good job but uh you said it was it was wrong and I, yes and i shouldn't do it correct and you were so right. Um, and I realized it. I was giving the last rites to this patient. Oh. And uh, and while I was doing it, the doctor was standing right next to me. And uh, I finished up, and the guy was almost dead. Mm-hmm. I turned to the doctor, and I go, how much do you make? And uh, he makes a lot. Doctors make a lot, a lot more than priests. Did you know that? Yeah, I am. I am very well aware that most professions make much more than a priest does. Yeah, we've actually taken a vow of uh, well, not poverty, but well, kind of. Yeah. Well, it seems like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, may as well have. It just wasn't paying the bills. So I looked at the doctor in his outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just wearing a coat, a white coat, a lab coat. Sure, no collar. And I thought to myself, what am I doing? Oh. Wearing a collar when oh, I could just throw no. on a white coat. No, that's not how you become a doctor. Well, that's how I stopped impersonating a priest. Okay, that part is great. Yes, yep. and then that's what I wanted to thank you personally for because you said it was wrong. Yes. And you're right. I mm-hmm. wasn't making enough money. Um, now I found something where I can really afford luxurious you, things. I, Hmm? You realize that before becoming a doctor, there's like you have to go to medical school and pass like board certifications. Right. Right. Well, I think what you're 
not understanding is I'm an imposter doctor. See, that is... So you don't have to go to school for that. Okay, what you were doing before was highly unethical. This is unethical and dangerously illegal. Uh, oh, is it illegal? Oh, it's incredibly illegal. See, you can't, you're not actually allowed to call yourself doctor legally. You have to carry malpractice insurance. You have to, you have to be certified by a state board. But that's the thing. Like, I don't call myself doctor. Other people call me doctor when I'm wearing the coat. So you're saying that's on them? Yeah, it's totally on them. I mean, if you're going to arrest someone, arrest them. I'm not a doctor. Why are you calling me one? Okay. Right? All right. Well, it seems like you know, your responsibility in that case is to correct their, 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 mis- their, their assumptions. Yeah, I mean, possibly. But that kind of cuts off my revenue stream a little bit if I were to go that route. Well, what sort of doctor? Because there's all sorts of special specialties. Right. There's general practitioner. I'm general practitioner. General- Anything wrong with you? Generally speaking, I'll take care of it. Okay, well, that's not exactly what general practitioner means. That That's someone who can usually di- uh, diagnose a basic condition, but then you have specialists. So, And first off, you shouldn't be diagnosing anything. Well, I mean, you've never asked someone if they've had a cold? I, uh, yes. Okay. I, I'm assuming almost everyone's had a cold. Right, well, while, they're, while they have it. Oh, though. gotcha. Yeah, you know, or... Um, Hey, what what happened to your head that there's a hole in it kind of thing? You know, oh. those types of questions. Has someone asked you, well, has someone come to you with a literal hole in their head? Yeah, yeah, right. I was I was cutting cutting my lawn uh-huh. in my doctor's coat. Okay. So okay. you just wear that all the time? Well, a lot whenever I'm outside of the house, yeah. Okay. Um, and this guy I was driving by, he had a, a branch through his back windshield of his car. Yeah. And he had a, like a, a hole, a gape in his head. Ah. Yeah. That's what I said. It sounds like, like, a, like a tree branch fell through his window and hit him in the head. Well, I don't know. You know, maybe. I'm not an investigator. I'm a practicing doctor. Well, generally practicing doctor. But you sent him to the hospital? Did you get him? No, I invited him into my garage where that, I, my tools were. What? My tools. You don't keep your tools in the garage? No, that's exactly where we keep All the right, tools All right, so here. what's going on? Why, why would you invite him into your garage with your tools? When my lawnmower breaks down, yeah. I need to fix it. Correct. And I have tools to fix that. Sure. So mm-hmm. when someone comes into my garage with a broken head, mm-hmm. I have tools to mm. fix that. I, I think you have tools to fix a lawnmower. Which is not the same thing as a broken head. They work. You can use tools to fix a lawnmower and a broken head. Same tools. Okay. Talk me through this surgery because sure. it sounds like, first off, did your patient survive? Oh, you know what? And that's something I really should work on is the uh, follow-up. I didn't know doctors had follow-up visits. Yes. The, yeah, and it's just more revenue for me. So I'm thinking to myself, what are you doing leaving money on the table? You know? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I need to follow up with that guy. Yes. For sure. Should, uh, for sure. I would, I would call him and his family immediately. Right. To make sure that he is still alive and that he's received proper medical attention. Oh, no, I'm sure he's fine. When he left, he thanked me and, you know, he drove away. So you operated on him without anesthesia using... Uh, Do you know how hard that is to get? 
anesthesia yeah do you know yeah. how hard it is yeah it's a it's it's like impossible yeah it's right it's, a, it's highly regulated yeah okay it's incredibly if in the wrong hands it could be incredibly dangerous right well i had some free spray you know that you can use to to put on things that are overly hot and i just kind of yeah. numbed it with with this kind of freeze spray like like what remover yeah, I think so. Something like that. It was in my garage. The uh, label was like partially falling off, but it, yeah. you spray it. And I sprayed a couple of things on it just to test it out. A lot of things burned, but this one cooled. Mm. So it just kind of froze and it numbed. So you, you tested out random aerosol cans yes. in yep. your garage right. until you found one that made it cold. Right, because he seemed to be in a lot of pain. Yes. Yes. So, but now I can label that and say this is numbing agent. All right. You know, uh, you might want to put like maybe like air duster or wart remover on that specifically because I don't think it's intended use as as a numbing agent. You know, I don't really don't want to see anybody with warts though. I don't want wart remover in my house. Well, or that's anything. a reason people might come to their doctors. See, Not this doctor. Well, we'll see. You know, that's a problem you might run into. You you can't choose what sort of patients you see if you're a doctor. You have to. You know, if someone comes in looking to you for help, you have to help them out. You know, they could come to me with like you know, uh, you know, snot covering their whole body, and that's you have to... a deal breaker. I don't need their money. I make enough with doing like cancer what? is a big one. Yeah, like taking tumors out. Taking tumors out. Okay, first off, cancer treatment is a is a highly specialized position uh, in oncology. I you There's... I don't think you've seen my saw collection in the garage. Like it is, it goes from very small to really big. And I. And this is how you treat cancer. Well, you have to remove... I know you're not a doctor, so I'm going <laughs> to give you a little leeway on this, but you have to remove the tumor, otherwise it'll spread. Do you know what, what I learned? I learned that from watching all these medical documentaries. What's, what's the title of one of these medical documentaries? Uh, Ned Fixes Tumors. There's a... Really? Yeah, Ned Fixes Tumors. You can see all of them. It's on Netflix. He's got this whole thing where it streams all these underground private medical videos. This is a subculture? I don't know. But you don't have Netflix? I thought everybody I do had have, Netflix. I have Netflix, but I've, I've never had that recommended to me. Not Netflix. Nedflix. This guy, Ned, he works at Jiffy Lube. You've probably run into him. He's got his own streaming service of underground medical videos. It's called Nedflix. Nedflix? Yeah. With a D. With a D. That... Sounds like severe copyright infringement in addition to being a highly illegal uh, piece of malpractice. I don't know. I, I, there's so many laws being violated on Netflix. Well, you haven't even seen it, so let's not pass okay, judgment fair enough. quite yet. But if you want a username and password, I can get you one. I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. It's, it's, he's really good. He taught me everything I know. Yeah. Because he's got a lot more tools at Jiffy Lube at his disposal. So he wait, hold on. He does his he does the surgeries at the Jiffy Lube. Yeah, he's got like a lift. So you he, know, like if someone needs back surgery, do you know how hard it is? Like you working up on a back is a lot easier than like working down on it. Seems like you just have you could drain easier. Like like face down. It seems like draining someone is the last thing you want to do if you're. We're practicing. We're general practitioners, mm. so we're still trying to figure. Getting it out right. Have have you all ever lost a patient? No, we tie them down pretty good. Well, like I mean, they, I mean, they'll beg, but we don't let them go. Okay, I, when I say lost a patient, that's a euphemism. Has anyone ever died on the operating table? 
No, not on the operating table. Oh. When they're close, we 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 uh, do a drop and run kind of thing. Drop and run? Yeah. So where do you drop them? Like uh, hopefully at a hospital. Uh, the forest preserve? You like like someone getting rid of extra kittens. They do that? Someone would drop off helpless kittens in the forest preserve? It's horrible. People it's will have like God. Like, yeah, they'll like their that dog or their wrong. cat will have puppies or kittens and they just uh they drop them off in the forest preserve as opposed to you know trying to find homes for them. It's really terrible. Who are these people? Just, I just so they, you know, yeah, yeah, totally unforgivable. Anyways, yeah, we dropped the almost dead bodies in the forest preserve. <sighs> All right. I I'm I'm gonna say, you know, you, you Eventually, you took my advice. That's right. To not, to you not. Were, you were imitate. totally right. Yeah, I, and I'm going to say that the advice still holds true. It, it was less about the fact that you were imitating a priest, is that you were uh, passing yourself off of, as something that you weren't. Oh, mm-hmm. that that you were lying to the people who relied on you, and you know, it's one thing to lie to people about their spiritual guidance, but it's another thing entirely to say that you're going to remove a back tumor. Well, that's not always true either. Like if mm-hmm. someone comes in with a tumor, yeah. and I just don't feel like working that day, right? I say, you're fine. That's Drink some Gatorade, that's, get a good night's sleep, you know, and you'll be fine by the morning. That's actually, I think that might even be more unethical than oh. not treat a condition. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. You got all the answers, huh? You know, is there a way that I, is there a way that I can talk you out of this uh, false medical practice. I doubt it. Okay. My girlfriend tried, but uh, she's happy being a nurse. So, so it ended, the conversation ended pretty quick. So does she have any, any nurses training? Uh, no, just from what she's seen on Netflix. <sighs> All right. Well, you know, one thing you can, one of the things you can still do is if you, if you don't know how to treat someone, which is probably almost everyone, and if you don't uh, have the, the means at your disposal or you just don't feel like it, you can always refer them to a specialist. Yeah, I tried that route. Uh-huh. And I, I knocked on the door of some specialists and I said, hey, if I refer customers to you, mm-hmm. do I get paid? Where's, do I get a little bit piece right. of the action? I've been flatly denied 100% of the time. Well, I, I think and it, no one refers them to me. Well, it's because you're not a doctor. Okay, but yeah. still. Yeah. Um, you, see, uh, you see, you're supposed to, doctors get paid, even a general practitioner gets paid just for an office visit. So someone comes in and they say, my hip hurts. Uh, and the and this general practitioner says, oh, I'm going to send you to the hip, hip, to the hip guy. I, ha- I know a guy who does hips. Well, then the general practitioner still gets paid for that office visit. Oh. You see, uh, that's... Not, not, a, not a ton, but just for saying, go see the hip guy. I gotcha. Yeah. That we'll see. That's what's supposed to be coming up on the next season of Netflix, is is like the office visits and the paperwork type of thing, like, like billing and procedures. Billing procedures, right? Because first you got to learn how to do it. Yeah. And then yes, season two is kind of like okay, how do we really take care of our money? You know. Okay. Well, everyone's excited for it. I imagine it probably ends on a real cliffhanger. Season I don't one. know. The trailers are great. There's trailers for. Yeah, season two, the billing procedures. Billing, billing procedures. Yeah. What happens if, if someone shows up for a, an operation or a, or a procedure and they don't have the, the cash on hand to pay for it? They have to have the cash. They on have hand. to have cash. On. Yeah. So you're cash only operation. Absolutely. Because I've taken checks before yeah. and they have not cleared. Oh. Like they've been canceled. Huh. Yeah. It, was there a reason, Gavin? 
for the cancellation? No, like you know, probably people just like to write checks and then just regret it later. And then, is it possible they didn't receive the treatment that they thought they were getting because you're not a real doctor? No, I mean they know it says doctor on my garage door. Uh-huh. It's written in spray paint, doctor. Mm-hmm. But people still come to you even though you have doctor written in spray paint. Yeah. So that's not, how they know. Hmm. Unless I'm mowing my lawn. Uh, so he, here's the thing. I'm wondering why someone would come to you instead of going to say an actual hospital or an actual medical campus. Affordable. Comparatively speaking, I am affordable. How, well, like the, you, you fix the, well, you tried to fix the hole in the guy's head using uh, an aerosol spray. Mm-hmm. What, uh, how much did you charge that guy? Well, I, there was still a price tag on the aeros- aerosol spray of like, yeah. I think it was like $9.98 Some, or something. That sounds about right. Plus tax yeah. or something, whatever. So you got to write that in the cost. So I charged him about three grand. Whoa! Roughly, like rounding, three grand. Three grand? Right. For spraying WD 40 or something. Well, that was just to numb. And then I had to use my string, you know, string to, to fix the oh, hole to, in to, to, So as sutures, you used. Well, I didn't sew it together. I just made a patch. Like, I, like there's, he's just got like a string patch on his head. Like, oh. I sewed it through, but I didn't pull it together. You, you should pull it together, is what you're saying. So, you, you, uh, I so covered you, it. You, you covered it and you attached it like you would as if someone had torn their jeans. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't iron it on or anything. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. weaved it through his skin, but yeah. All right. That Rainy days are sounds- tough. Sounds very dangerous for him still. Like, like, what if, uh, and what if someone hits a golf ball and it hits that, it hits that, uh, that patch instead of, instead of actual skull. Hole in one. That's horrifying. Is it? Yes. I don't know. Well, I mean, listen, it's a kind of a party when I do a procedure too. Party? Kind of. Yeah. There are people there. Some people like to watch. Um, you know, some people even prefer the mud wrestling in the backyard than the procedure going on in the in the garage but i think the procedure is the most interesting you have audiences yeah 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 we charge at the door so you're charging a cover charge for people to watch you operate on patients who have already paid you for the operation not everybody can afford netflix so they come to my place they pay three dollars one shot uh you get to watch the procedure and then you get mud wrestling in the back so you have you have residents who come to your place to learn s- surgery and then watch mud wrestling afterwards. Not always. Oh. Some people come for the mud wrestling mm-hmm. and then they decide to stay for the surgery. So you never know. Uh, are any of these people who are showing up like do they show up with like notepads uh, and lab coats? Yeah, some with uh, video cameras is a good one. So they're learning. So they're learning surgery from you who learned surgery from ned who is also not a doc an actual doctor but here's the thing mm-hmm. they will give me referrals like what yeah like ned has referred a few people to me and i have referred someone to ned so like this is how i've got my referrals going so, so you guys are basically have an illegal medical underground network going we have a network going yes so, and then, um, also I'm franchising. So if you want, I do not, but go on. 
Okay. Well, the science that we're doing, I'm, I'm franchising it. I'm, I'm copywriting, trademarking it, franchising it. Mm-hmm. You thought Netflix was big? It's just a start. I never heard of it before today. Uh, what are you, uh, what's the name of your new, of this new venture? Well, it's patent pending, so I can't really tell you okay, right now. That's fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to be big. Like the uh, Amazon of medical procedures. Are you are you using drones to perform surgery? Have you talked to Ned? I, I don't know who Ned is. Okay. I've never because heard of him. Because there's only one other person who really knows what's going on. Yeah. And that's Ned. And okay. you just brought up drones randomly, and it yeah. feels little... So I, I don't know. Okay. I was like, you said that it was the Amazon of medical procedures, and that's it is. that's what that's what they're starting right now is they're doing drone deliveries. Okay. So yeah. too too big of a hint is what you're saying. Is well, what I threw I, out there. I really thought I was making a leap, and no, you yeah. I mean, it was my it was uh, my bad. I hit it too. You know. Yeah, we're using drones. Huh. So let's say someone in Arkansas mm-hmm. uh, has a, a kidney infection. Right. And they say, I need, a, I need a doctor right now. Right. Well, not so much a doctor. Mm-hmm. The drone performs the, the operation, and we do it by remote. So, you, so you, you'd be watching on a video screen yes. from home with yeah. remote control. I've got like nine video screens, mm-hmm. and I'm controlling all these different things, so I'm, I can perform different surgeries at the same time for people all over the country. Multi, you're multitasking during surgeries. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's not me. It's a machine. So it's really just but pushing buttons. controlled by you. I mean, you know, if, if you were a... Uh, I I, you know what? I can't even think of an analog to, to this practice. Oh, thank you. No, that's not meant to be a compliment. I mean, what happens if you have a patient, you know, maybe there's someone who, who needs ongoing care where it's not just, you know, a, a come in... Way ahead of up, you. Uh-huh. We have monthly subscription services uh-huh. where you get unlimited drone use. Unlimited. Mm-hmm. So if you need a drone to come, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You do that. Well, what happens if you start if people start requesting the drones more often than it's effective? Like you know, you're charging them how much? I don't know how much a month. You know, uh... what you want me to tell you how much we charge a month? I feel you're going to pass judgment on me if I tell you how much we charge a month. Well, I, but I've passed judgment has been passed. Oh, uh, so we're past judging. That's not what that term means. But let's say not. Okay. Fine for now. All right. It's $5,000 a month. Okay. Ooh. A lot of people can't afford that. Right. So they, they sign over their property to me. They list me as a joint tenant on their property because a lot of people own homes or farms or what mm-hmm. have you. Um, so when and if they die, their property goes to me. Now, if they've been abusing the service, my drone might speed that process up a little bit just because I've got bills. Right. Right. So you're basically, you're running an illegal medical operation locally, a nationwide network of drone practitioners well, that's, illegally. It's, it's, yeah, okay. You're committing insurance fraud by offering a monthly subscription for medical procedures. I don't know if it's insurance uh, fraud. And also a real estate scam by having people send their property. That's actually, that's it's actually. a form of payment. I think that's actually how Medicare works, is that you take a lien against your current holdings uh, to be paid back later for medical procedures. And if you can't, the government seizes your property. So I'm doing the same. So I'm doing it by the book is what you're saying. Right. But I don't think it's moral the way you're doing it. If if people are abusing uh-huh. my system. Yeah. I'm, I need to collect. And there's really only one way to collect. Which is through. Through 
drone malfunction. I see that's you see, know what I'm saying when I say that drone I, malfunction. I'm I'm afraid the drones I do. are fine. Now, I, back back when you were pretending to be a priest, do you remember? Do you remember what the Ten Commandments were? Oh, you were really bad at that job. Yeah, I was bad at it. Well, that's why I moved on. You yeah. know. Well, one of those. One of them. Yeah. One, Refresh my memory. Well, one of the commandments. Uh, it's not not the first one, but high up on the list is "Thou shalt not kill." Oh, the ranked in order of importance. No, they. Oh. In fact, that's a, a kind of a sticking point. They, they, they're just. It's those are just the ten things. Do those ten things. Well, you said it was kind of high up on the list. You just meant uh, numerically. Yes. High? It, it's one. If you're reading through the list, it's one of the first ones you come to. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but thou shalt not kill. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that's. Very important. It's like one of the ten worst things you could. No, I, I don't kill them though. I mean, first of all, mm-hmm. drone malfunction. But second of mm-hmm. all, they're going to die. Well, anyways, it seems like it seems like as a doctor, that should be the thing you're trying to prevent. It is, and that's what I have been preventing until the time where I need to get paid. So, so I can't prevent it anymore. My services have run out. So you're saying that you know someone's paying you for a service every single month. And then just because they get really sick, you would just cut off that service to them? Well, if they haven't paid, yeah. Because I need their house or their land or whatever it is. Oh, that, that's, that's Their car sometimes. That's like, that's like an insurance company. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Do you need insurance? No, I have insurance, but I'm... Is it good? Is it working for you? Uh, well, I mean, I, I pay the monthly and then I have to pay on top of that if I go in for a visit. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, there's there's certain. Uh, I mean, in, until until the ACA, if I uh, if I got like super sick, was depending on what I had, they could just cut it off. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't cut you off. Hmm. I'd I'd take you out. Well, that's that's not a that doesn't seem like a good deal. You want to die a slow, painful death, or you just oh, no. want it? It's gonna happen. So let's just get it. You know, let's do it. So so you're providing not only medical care, but you're also providing end of life. Yeah, services. End of life services, not always voluntarily on the patient's oh, part. Oh, see, that's that's kind of the point of end of life services is that it's supposed to be the patient's choice. I do my best to convince them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they go along with it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't. Results the same. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say there's someone who who, who can't pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they've run out of funds because right. you're charging three thousand dollars for uh, an, uh, a sodon patch. Uh, okay, or, or throw three thousand just to numb the it's broad generalization. Yeah. But okay, okay. okay. Uh, and they can't pay, and they say, "Well, in that case, I'm not going to have any more procedures." Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you like send a, an assassin drone? <laughs> an assassin drone, Father, you are just—you have a crazy imagination. Okay, yeah, well, no, it's glad. a medical drone. Okay, no. that goes after them, and they—they uh, they do a procedure that's called, you know, procedure D is what we call it. You press procedure D on the drone button and they mm-hmm. take care and then there is no surviving that. So you have an so even though you yourself manually have to perform the surgeries, mm-hmm. you have automated attack attack drones. Yeah. We call them uh health bullets to the um to our patients. And uh we say you need a couple of health bullets. Where is it hurting? I got a migraine. Okay, that's an easy one. But if he says, you know, my foot hurts, we're going to say, you know, we need to put a couple of health bullets around your heart to, to really get it in the bloodstream. Have you ever seen the Tom Selleck movie Runaway? Keep going. 
Uh, it's a movie about, uh, well, as robots have become more prevalent in society, mm-hmm. uh, some of them have become weaponized where they're supposed to be helpful. Well, you know, now they're incredibly dangerous because, you know, something that was supposed to be used for medical procedure can now be used to inject acid into someone. Oh. Or, uh, you know, a, a bullet, you know, can now be guided like a drone using a camera to lock onto a target. Yeah. No, I'm and, not into documentaries. Okay. Not a documentary is a terrible movie from the 1980s. Oh. It sounded like a documentary. No, it's not something you would find on Netflix. Well, it sounds like a little bit like what I'm doing. Yes, exactly. That's my point. And the point was Tom Selleck was the one fighting against the people using those robots. You know, you're the first one to ever compare me to Tom Selleck. Really? Yeah. I really appreciate that. That's That's a booster. Okay, well, I'm actually comparing you to the people in the movie Tom Selleck was fighting against. The robots? Yeah. Well, the people who ran the robots. It was a whole conspiracy thing. Who Uh, played those guys? Were they uh, good looking? Do they have a mustache? You know, uh, no, Tom Selleck did have a mustache. No, I know. But the guys running the drones that you're comparing me to, what'd they look like? You know, it's been a very long time since I've seen the movie. Uh, I don't remember. They probably weren't as good looking as Tom Selleck, though. We can both agree on that, right? He was the lead. I think, you know, I I think if it's, did someone look as good as Tom Selleck in a movie? The answer is no. Yeah, it's a fair assumption. Right. So you were comparing me to the the trash they surround Tom Selleck to make him look better. Well, I'm sure that they were all fine actors with with good I'm not talking about their acting ability. I'm talking about their looks. Yeah. Well, see, I think that's the least important part of. See, that's where we disagree totally. The one thing I miss the most. Are the ladies? That's what I miss the most from being a priest, uh, is the ladies. Um, you know, because I used to meet ladies all the time as a priest, and as a doctor, I'm really only seeing sick women. And I don't yeah. know if you've ever like been with a sick woman, but it's kind no. of a turn off. It's be- no, no, I'm a priest. Oh, right. There's a vow of celibacy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. No, no, I know that's what you say. Everything, right? you know, that's pretty important to the job. Sure. I mean, sure. I, I, Yeah, it's real easy to believe a guy can go through life without having sex. Okay, I got it. You are great. So Anyways, are saying, I miss the ladies. Are you saying that you are seducing your ill patients? I've stopped seducing my ill patients because, Good. you know, when they come in with, like, wounds and stuff, like, it's hard to like, you know, be aroused. Okay. I'm going to say that this was the correct outcome for the entirely wrong reasons. Okay. Okay. So is- you should continue not sleeping with your ill patients. Right. I won't. Good. We're just going to, we, we will still examine for potential breast augmentation, right? Yes. Okay, that's a completely different type of practice from general practitioner. Generally speaking, I think it's within the realm of medical care. All right. So, you know, I, I've, I've had problems all the way through this. Oh. First off, uh, that there's the lying to patients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's the... Uh, well, the patients are the one lying. They call me doctor. Go ahead. Okay, fair. Okay, technicality. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the... Uh, performing dangerous procedures on patients with uh, without uh, the actual skills to do so. Every procedure is dangerous. You go into any hospital, and a doctor will tell you, "This, you know, there's a certain percentage of survival here." And do you tell your patients that? No, 100% survival every time. That's mm-hmm. what I tell them. Is that is that a fact? Uh, before they get off the table, 
Yeah, I mean, before they, the they before the forest, they yeah. leave, they leave alive. All right. Well, then there's also the uh, the, the 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 property fraud where you it's sign not fraud. As a co-owner. They 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 willfully sign it over to me. Well, then there's the 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 murder drones. Well. <laughs> the malfunctioning drones is that what you meant to say if, if they're doing what you're programming them to do that's technically the opposite of a malfunction well it's called malfunction like that was the whole program it, the program's called malfunction the po- program is okay yeah See, that, so that's, that's, just... that's why they're malfunctioning <laughs> they're working perfectly fine but they're malfunctioning drones you know what i mean like they're part of the malfunction program okay that again technicality still Unethical and illegal, mm-hmm. and then to to take advantage of a of a patient who's coming to you in their time of need to, uh, you know, you know, look a, look a, overlook a more serious illness or, or injury to do a breast augmentation exam. Well, that depends on the patient. Obviously, it's very specific specific thing. But usually, if they're attractive enough, I will offer that uh, at no charge. Uh, at no charge. No charge. I'm saying. See that almost. That almost makes it more horrifying. You think I should charge them, and I disagree with you. I am not going to charge them for that. Well, if you're not going to charge them for that, then why would you charge someone who comes in for a broken leg? Well, that's how I make my money. <sighs> but I get my jollies off the, the breast augmentation. Ah, see, that's, that's the point. That's, the, that's, that's, that's where... a little bit more for me than for them almost. Okay. See, that, well, that's my point. Is it, it's, it, that's something for you, uh, which is, you know, again, it's, it's violating a trust. You know, and that's, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the first oath that doctors take is uh, do no harm. Mm-hmm. It's the Hippocratic Oath. Do no harm. If you're able to provide help, provide help. And I feel like violating trust is uh, the most uh, egregious example of, of uh, causing harm instead of uh, doing no harm. Yeah, that's the oath, huh? Yeah, do no harm. Okay, well, I mean, I do do harm, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, right. yeah. I, so uh, is there a bigger hypocrite than me? No, that's hip- Hippocratic. Right. The Hippocratic Oath. Hippocratic. And there's not a bigger hypocrite than me. That's what I'm saying. So I am doing what the oath is telling me not to do. So I'm doing it better than anyone. I really wish that those words were pronounced differently. Uh, so Hippocrates was considered one of the, the first true physicians in the, in the world. Mm. And, he, and he created the, the role of what we now consider to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who is who is educated and who is trusted and who is able to provide care for people and who will do that no matter uh, who the patient is. It doesn't matter if they're an enemy on the battlefield. It doesn't matter if they're uh, the next door neighbor who's always playing their music too loud. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the best friend or family member you hate. No matter who it is, when they're on your table, you're going to treat them and try to make them as comfortable and as healthy as possible. And that's the whole point of the medical profession. Wow. Yeah. There's nothing hypocritical about that, though. Hmm? There's nothing hypocritical no. about that. That's what, but, but that's what I said I was doing. Like, whatever that guy did, Yeah, I say I'm doing, but I'm not. Right. So that's... Hypocrite. Is, 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 that, is that how you want to be known? I want to be known to follow the oath, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, why not? Well, hi- hypocrite doesn't come from Hippocrates. His name meant something like... Uh, I don't know. It was it was like great horse or something. I don't okay. Know. Well, but, uh, we're neither of us are English professors, right? No, that's and neither correct. of us are even pretending to be an English professor. professor. No, although absolutely. you're coming close right now. Hmm? 
coming pretty close well, to pretending no, like I'm you're not, one right now. I don't. I've never claimed to be an English professor. Okay, but you're certainly heavily implying it right now. Well, it, well, Hippocrates was was Greek. Mm. Okay. So now you're an ancient scholar too. What? Uh, what? You're a priest, all right? Let's know our roles a little bit here. Okay. Well, ah, aha, aha, aha. Yeah. See that? What if your pa- what if your patients felt that same way? Let's know our roles. <laughs> Malfunction. Mm. Malfunction. All right. Well, listen. Uh, the only thing I can tell you is you, you you're really. Listen, I came here to thank you. Okay, let's not change this into some. Take a compliment. I am. I am very happy that you have decided to stop imitating a member of the cloth. That... And it is you that made me change. And good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. However, I feel like something far worse has emerged from this. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that because you said at the time, like, that was the worst thing someone could do. It's like imitate a priest. Oh, boy. I, I think it, this was a mistake for both of us. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. Um, you've convinced me of nothing. I don't feel better about myself at all. I, you made me feel worse about myself. Well, you've made me feel worse about myself. In what way? Complimenting you that you're a professor? Well, or an English teacher? Or well, scholar? What if someone came over to your house and they said, hey, thank you for, for making us that meatloaf. It gave us all horrible food poisoning. Mm. Uh, and now we're throwing up. What would you say to that person? Well, let me just ask you one more time. Have you talked to Ned? No, I don't know who Ned is. I was unaware of Ned okay. until moments ago. Okay, because we tried something out with the people we were dropping in the forest preserve. We tried something out, and it was just a failed extension of our business where we were making, you know, meats. And they weren't going over well. Please get out. Like right now? If this is where... If this is going where I think it's going, you, like where do you like think it's going? Where do you think it's going? Miles beyond malpractice. Where do you think it's going? So you drop people instead of dropping people off in the forest preserve, you started a meat company. Well, I I mean they're hardly related. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit more at ease. Right. Okay. Good. Yeah, because we don't drop the people off. In the forest preserve, we just bring them to the meat factory and grind them up and then make meatloaf. Okay, please get out. Okay, all right. That concludes another episode of the Our Father podcast. Thanks, as always, to our priest, Patrick Connolly, for letting us release the audio. You can see Patrick perform with World News Tonight every Saturday night at 8 p.m. at the I.O. Theater in Chicago. Our returning guest this episode is Patrick Pope. Patrick performs with the Chicago Improv Studio on Thursday nights at the Bug House Theater. You can see him this Thursday with a new team called Tier 2, directed by Bill Arnett. I'm also on this team, along with a bunch of other cool people. If you like the show, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at Our Father Pod, like us on Facebook at Our Father Podcast. If you have questions or comments, email us at ourfatherpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, God bless. That my favorite part about that was the like 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 oh you know it's like we had this thing with grinding meats oh get get out of here what and uh, and then just the well good clearly I was mistaken you relax but this actually.
That I was love, fun. I love, I love this character so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's an ignorant. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I keep raising mistakes. Oh, I don't know how. This is one something that's so much fun too. Is that we're at a point now where we can have like recurring. Yeah. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.